Commissioner Jessica Vega-Peterson has served on the Multnomah County Commission since May 2016. Prior to her service on the commission, she served East Portland as state representative for District 47. Today, Commissioner Vega-Peterson joins us to discuss Preschool for All. Welcome back, Commissioner. Thanks, Emily. It's so good to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I mean, we're, we're you know, as well as can be expected these days, there's so much going on, um, but it's been a really exciting week for Preschool for All, and so I'm really happy about that. Well, tell us, what is the exciting news about Preschool for All? So yesterday, um, the Multnomah County Board of Commissioners unanimously voted to send Preschool for All to the ballot, so voters will have a chance to vote in November of 2020 on providing universal tuition-free preschool for all three and four-year-olds in Multnomah County. Wow. Now, this is a project, an idea, a critical resource that has been in the works for how long? Well, years, actually. The um, There would have been a group of parents working um, with the Early Learning Multnomah's uh, Parent Accountability Council for at least eight years in um, conversations about what preschool should look like for, for their children, for their families. Um, there's work that a lot of organizations um, had taken part in early on. Um, I got involved um, over two years ago now um, when um, when I was um, you know asked to help bring their vision to um, to fruition to make it a reality. And so um, I convened the Preschool for All Task Force um, two years ago with a group of um, over you know it was over a hundred individuals actually. A total of 30 different organizations um, who sat um, at the table in work groups um, at the task force as well as the Parent Accountability Council to really dig in and to say um, what would it look like if every child in Multnomah County had a preschool that was right for them and every family was able to afford it. Um, yep and that started the vision that started the work last summer um, the task force which as I said before was, you know, really made up of such a broad community group, parent voice, um, school district voice, we had um, community-based organizations, culturally specific organizations, we had healthcare, we had housing, uh, we had business and philanthropy. Um, you know, we had people in our work groups that were providers and workers and, and um, just, uh, you know, early learning experts. We really wanted to make sure that we were putting forward a plan that was um, not just right for our community um, and right for our kids, but really would, would be something that worked. Um, so last July, we released that report, um, Preschool for All. And, um, and since then, we've been really working hard about how can we make this a reality? How can we get it um, in front of voters to, to make it something that happens? And so what would this mean to families of three and four-year-olds? How will their lives be different? This can be such a life thing, changing thing for families. So preschool for all, you know, when we started with our vision, we really wanted to make sure that um, the children and families who had the least access to preschool, the people who, the children who um, weren't able to get into quality preschool right now, um, we're going to have a path to get there. And that's what I'm so proud of preschool for all doing is that um, it provides um, a, a system to build to a fully universal system for all three and four year olds. Um, but it also is prioritizing those kids that have the least access right now um, to quality preschool, which include, you know, children from low-income families, brown, black, and all children of color, children with developmental delays and disabilities, children of incarcerated parents, um, children experiencing houselessness. So, you know, we really want to make sure that everybody's in line, but we're making sure that, um, that these children are getting the access they need um, to really make the difference in their life. Um, 
So as we develop and grow this program to universal, you know, we want to make sure that this is something that's going to be provided for all, um, you know, all kids in Multnomah County. And, um, and it's a really exciting thing because we know that the cost of childcare, the cost of early education is so expensive for all families in Multnomah County. Um, and, and providing this public assistance um, means it's going to be a great, um, you know, a, a great thing to get kids to have access in a universal way that the, that isn't going to be a burden on families. Um, it also makes a huge difference for the workers in early education. Um, I, you know, that's one of the things with the system that we have here in the United States, where our childcare system, our preschool system is, is, you know, mainly privately funded. We only have about 15% of three and four year olds in Multnomah County that have access to public um, uh, public preschool right now. And that means, um, you know, the, the tuition is basically paying for all the expenses for a preschool system. And um, what's happened is that workers have not been paid the living wage that they deserve for the work that they're doing for our children. Um, you know, with kindergarten um, teachers, you know, having, you know, what you'd consider a living wage, that's not the true, that's not um, true for preschool teachers, right? Preschool teachers are making um, 13, 14, 15, maybe $18 an hour if you're a classroom teacher, um, but it's not enough to live on. So that's one of the other really exciting things that Preschool for All does is ensure living wages for those, um, for those classroom teachers and um, assistants who are helping with learning in the environment um, by making sure that classroom teachers have a living wage that's comparable to a, a, a kindergarten teacher's salary and any classroom assistants um, would be having a living wage that in 2020 dollars would be $18 an hour, but we, we expect to be more um, when we open the doors for the classrooms. Now we know this is an this is an idea whose time has come not only because of the impact that you just described, but there are two initiatives going for Universal Preschool in Multnomah County Preschool for All, and then Universal Preschool Now, which we've also had in discussion on at X-Ray. Now, there have been also some developments about alignment and collaboration with the other group. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's, um, that's um, was also really exciting news that um, happened a couple weeks ago that, um, you know, we've been in discussions with Universal Preschool now for, you know, for several months now trying to figure out how can we, how can we align um, with this really amazing work that and this really you know shared goal that we had of bringing preschool access to three and four year olds in Multnomah County. Um, but how can we align, you know, the different ways that we were coming from to make this happen. Um, so we started talking, um, like I said, several months ago and really started talking about what were our shared values and our shared goals. And as you can imagine, there were a lot right. These are, you know, two groups of people who are really passionate about bringing um, preschool and making it a reality for kids here in Multnomah County. Um, so we started with that and we, you know, had a lot of conversations that I think, um, you know, actually influenced the policies of both groups as we were moving forward. And then recently in the last, um, you know, in the last few weeks, we were really able to get down to like, what are those, what are those final things that are um, really, um, that we need to address to make sure we get to unification. So we were able to have those conversations about making sure that there was going to be um, a path to universality with just one vote for preschool for all, right? So we're going to have a, we're going to have, we're starting off with a, with a, a tax rate, um, you know, for um, high income earners, um, but that will have an automatic bump in 2026 to make sure that we can get to universality in one goal, which was really important. And then we had some discussions about what exactly the wages for assistant teachers would look like to make sure that, um, that we were recognizing exactly um, what we could do for them. So that's been, those were the main things. Those were the things that we most recently changed in, in um, the resolution 
and the ordinance that um, we put forward to the county commission to, to voters. And um, because of making those changes, um, we were in a place where universal preschool now could be um, you know, supportive of preschool for all and um, really with the goal of having only one measure on the ballot in November, that's a very key piece of it. Um, we wanna have only one measure on the ballot so that everyone in our community can get behind and support that. So that's what we're working for. So voters will see on the ballot in November a uh, preschool for all ballot measure. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's where we are right now. We still are. Um, we still um, have the universal preschool nows. So they were able to collect signatures. I mean, they collected um, around thirty thousand signatures over this past summer to qualify for the ballot, which is again a huge, um, a huge sign that our community is ready to support and get behind a universal preschool. Um, and, um, but when they, um, but when they decided to align under preschool for all, they wanted to make sure that there was a path to make sure we were only going to have one thing on the ballot. And that's what we're working for now. So the county commission has, um, until September 3rd to really, um, figure out what the path is for that, um, for that ballot measure. And there's some things that we can do, um, in the county to, you know, adopt it and, and amend it so that, um, it will just, so it wouldn't go forward to the ballot. And so that's what we're working on right now, making sure that that can happen. And then also what's, what's, what are the next steps for the campaign? Well, we just, you know, we're the, I think it's really looking at gearing up and switching into this really good, like, let's get this, you know, let's get this referred to the voters to now that it's going to be in the voters is like just ramping up the campaign. So it's so interesting to be looking at, you know, what this, what the campaign um, is going to look like in the area of COVID, right? I mean, I think at, like, and we saw this in May with some of the elections, a lot of the the standby things that, you know, that I've done in past campaigns, knocking on doors, you know, holding house parties for people, those have all changed and are, are, um, are changing, you know, into more virtual ways, things that we can go. So, but it's really about getting the word out to Multnomah County voters um, that this is coming before them and making sure people understand exactly um, you know, how good this is for our children, how good this is for our workers and how good this is for all of us um, and, and marching along with that. So you'll see, um, you know, I think a lot of social media, um, a lot of preschool for all, you know, um, things as we go, as we go forward to the ballot. And then, you know, it's going to be exciting to just keep talking about this in a broader way and, and saying how we can make it a reality for folks. And if, if someone, if a voter doesn't have a child or isn't connected to a child who's three or four, or isn't connected to the child care industry, why does this matter to the community? You know, um, when we, when we talk about it, you know, and especially for people who, you know, like you said, may not have children or not be familiar with what preschool to do, you know, if you look at research, it really shows that the earlier that you can make investments in someone's life, the more impactful they are and also the more cost effective they are, right? So the so if we can be making upstream investments that really um, that are really, you know, those that are shown to um, to make a difference, like quality early education, for instance, um, that has profound impacts on those children's lives, um, their lives, even research has shown in like their next generation of their kids, right? Um, there's been a, a very famous um, study um, that has really looked at that. And so um, and that that has um, ripples out into our community in terms of the workforce we're building, in terms of, um, you know, the achievements that we're going to be seeing for children as they go through their education experiences. Um, quality preschool experiences um, help to um, help people with, help children with their education achievement, with their high school graduation rates, 
um, with their with lack of contact with our justice system, right? There's all of these things that as a community are good for our community. Um, you know, we don't want to be, I work at the county and we do not, we spend a lot of time and effort trying to help people who are, who are struggling right now, who are in crisis right now. Um, and we're, and we're paying money and we're making those investments because, you know, because pe people need that help now. But if we can make making these smarter up upstream investments, like early education, um, that's going to be fun of benefit all of us for the long run. And how can our listeners best support Preschool for All? So people um, can go to um, find Preschool for All on our Facebook page and like it. They could go to preschoolforall.org on our website and sign up to endorse it. And while you're there on that page, you can also see um, the dozens of organizations that are already supporting um, and endorsing Preschool for All. Um, and you can sign up to get on our mailing list to get up, you know, up to date on what's happening um, with the campaign and find out more ways to get involved as we move forward in really talking to voters. Excellent. Commissioner Jessica Vega-Peterson, thank you so much for your vision for our community and moving Preschool for All forward. Thank you so much, Emily. It's been great talking with you.